0: Yo, 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 welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode number five. Number five. I'm sitting here with the host of D- D- Diablo's Den podcast, That's Danny me. Diablo, Lord Ezek. Thank you.
2: Owie. What's up, everybody? And
0: Man, so this is a milestone. We made it to episode five. Number five. And we got, we've got some be- really great guests here, and I'm going to let oh, well, Danny yeah, uh, introduce.
2: Check this out. I, I got a I got in um, the world I'm from, punk rock, hardcore world, like the New York, hardcore world, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, there's, uh, there's people that do things, there's other people who uh, set trends, there's other people who will always be edging my heart forever. And, and both of you guys, no matter what, like, I, you guys both accomplished so much in life, but you guys are the, like the sweetest people in the world. Like I really well, it depends on the hour of the day. Okay, yeah, Well, well. <laughs> me, you're you amazing. And it depends. <laughs> I, like it, I love you too. Yeah. But you guys, I love both of you, oh, well, and I'm you. so happy thank that you guys God. even made time. Of course. Yes, yeah, thank you so it's, it's much. Free, sure. So it's like,
3: like, listen, I was so honored that you asked, and so nervous, and Why? So I'm still, I don't know if it's Why caffeine shakes or. Cause you're like street warrior, fucking <laughs> Isaac. I used to see you, like, when I was 15 years old, walk roaming Lower East Side all by myself. And all the time, me and Isaac used to... He was across the street. He used to have your shaved red hair. Remember back, 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 like in 1992 19... yeah. or yeah. 93, yeah. man, I used to see you cruising all the time through the streets of the Lower East Side. And I always felt safe because, you know, I always you know c- coming from our world like yeah Isaac was saying and like you know switching it up and 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 being the human being that I am and that I I I am growing to be like I never thought that like you know and I always knew this inside of me my innate core I was always the way I was yeah. and always seeing people like Isaac in the street and knowing that he had my back and he had love for me no matter what I was how I was expressing myself was very very significant and um just beautiful so like you That's know awesome now like I feel like life is like, like
1: a full circle a lot of
3: full circles going on in life like even in the LOA camp and the crew and and
0: yeah. friendships and I mean can I even just say having you on the show like we were just mentioning before we got on I mean I I've uh, my, I've known Michael before. Me and I've just met today. Yeah, no, it's cool. And I mean, I have seen you play so many shows. I She's mean, like ask him. Fan. Like I'm like I, fan, you know, like man. I. The solo albums used to get him imported. It was like thank so you. full circle to have you here. It was such an honor. and I really, really thank you guys. Yeah, I'm very for honored. Thank you for asking oh, thank thank you, thank you, you. You know, and, like. and our, of course we have <laughs> Michael Alago. Yes,
2: Michael Alago.
0: So we had Drew Stone on a couple episodes back who directed this great <laughs> film about you.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, yes.
0: Drew, if we you love you, Drew, you, love if you If you have not
1: checked that out, please check
0: that out so you can find out a little bit more information about Michael Alago. But we are so excited today. Well, you today.
1: Didn't say that the name of the documentary is Who the Fuck Is That the guy? guy? The Fabulous Journey of Michael Alago. Really yes. And it's been on Netflix for about a year now, and it's doing like incredible. Yeah,
0: it's awesome. It's you great know, to see it everywhere, and Dr- I think.
1: Drew was just in Tel Aviv, and he was in a hotel room, and it came on TV there. Yeah, in Israel. So, in Israel. So he freeze-framed a screenshot, and it's Cindy Lauper with all oh, these no. Hebrew <laughs> letters That's underneath awesome. her. And it's like, people are seeing it all over the world That's a amazing. year later. And the response we're getting is extraordinary. It's so cool. This it's so really, cool to see your story,
0: especially someone like myself who comes from behind the scenes in Uh the music industry it's so cool to see that stuff be exposed because you know there's tons of documentaries about artists and bands and it's like you know there's a lot of stuff like the people like us who make the the stuff happen so it's so cool so a lot of respect to drew for making that so
1: absolutely uh,
0: before we jump into the show we know we got our little thing we always got to do our great sponsor oak and crow coffee
2: oak and crow coffee everyone they do uh
0: they do a killer Diablo's Den dark roast, which if you have not checked out. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. I be- want a
2: dark
3: roast. Oh, we'll have to get you some, Mina. It is. Of where's my fucking to dark roast? So, <laughs> so I mean,
0: Danny Danny compares it to Cafe Bustello with a couple yeah. extra shots of cocaine. Yeah. So if, you're
2: into, if you need something like that I to really get you up. It. If you were to stay up all night and get your work done, take, take my coffee. Okay. And the
0: best part yeah, is, you use the discount code DMS and that. you
3: get 10% off. Yeah.
0: Guys, we don't make this up. Danny is serious. We got we got to have you guys buy some coffee. So crow big, big crow shout brain. out to, to Jake for always coming through and helping us out with the show. Jake, thank you so much. Um, I also just want to say too, Jake was so honored to be supporting this episode in particular because of both of you guys, oh, and he loved song. both of you guys and everything thank you guys man. are about. So Jake, thank you. And I just wanted to pass the message thank from you Jake to uh, to uh to you guys. So thank you, thank you so much uh, to Oak and Crow. Oak Oak Crow.com. Crow. Oak Oak crow. Crow. Go order some Diab- coffee. Diablo's Dark Roast. Alright, and then the other thing as we start our show is what everyone is listening to. So I've been rocking a couple of things, real quick. Uh Death Ray Vision. Have you heard of this band? No. Me either. It's great. <laughs> so it's actually the guys from Kill Switch Engage. Oh, right. It's Kill- oh, the guys okay. from Kill Switch Engage playing like more of like a hardcore sounding record. It's we'll really sing it. good. We'll singing? So it used to have Brian Fair from Shadows Fall, mm-hmm. but they replaced him with another dude and it has uh I don't know the new dude's name. I think, oh, I'm man. not sure. I don't think it was anything bad. It just no. happened, but it's a great record. So I want to plug that. And then I also quickly want to plug Safe Inside Records, who you'll remember. You remember Built to Last? The band Built to Last, Bert California. They're on Victory with Us yes. back in the day. Yes, So that's our dude, Bert's uh, label. And they did a Slug Fest and a Despair discography, Scott Vogel Terror. What's up, Scott? So, check out those <laughs> records. <laughs> I always like Isaac give me the the looks when when we're recommending bands. So check out <laughs> check out things on Safe Inside and, and, and give uh The Despair and The Slug Fest uh discography. A listen and t- and check out Time and Pressure. E, what have you been uh rocking here and, or watching? I know a lot of people had questions about a uh, some movies you were talking about that you saw. I saw Lords of Chaos. Yep. And, and you uh, had a really great tweet about that that people uh,
2: uh, uh, <laughs> I, 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 listen, listen 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 to it, but ever, ever since well, growing up and people say, this is crazy, or this dude's crazy. I'm like, let me, let me see. You're Let's like, see. Like, right, let right, see, right, yeah, right. see what's going on. And How many guy, fucking <laughs> battle yeah. wounds do you have? You know what but, I mean? I, but I saw the, I saw the, the, the movie, and, it, and it, the whoever directed it was amazing. And Macaulay Culkin's little, little oh, brother. Oh, yeah, Marbury Rory Culkin. Culkin. That, it looks like Kid Rock a little yep. bit. Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> killed it. He, he killed it. I'm like, but the movie is so it's sad and violent. And it, to me, say something's violent. It was, it was violent in a weird way like, that's what I I heard like, it's in, like in, 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 a, in a in a like stab you in the back hard, Like 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 not in a way like, like you know like, like you watch um, how can I say I watched uh, the one with Russell Crowe uh, Gladiator that oh was, yeah like, yeah yeah I love that film Gladiator's the, great but,
3: one of the best films but, like, yes.
2: but, but this movie's like they, they, those kids they, they were like really weird they say they're all blackmail but they, they were like 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 dr nerd, dragon yeah. nerds but they would do they were doing some horrible stuff yeah you know? that's crazy and it, 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 was, it was it was just when i saw what happened i was like oh it bothered me a little bit like yeah it, it bothered me to, if you gotta watch the movie and how how they, these dudes were like like, 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 they were friends, and they were just like killing each other in weird ways, and it was, just, weird. it was just weird. It was weird, but then again, what, like I, snuff? I, weird? No, like, like the dude. I don't really watch the movie, okay, but then right. both of you guys watch the movie, <laughs> and he'd be like, "You understand what I'm saying?" It was like, like, not had to happen. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's weird. And it, was, it wasn't drugs or anything like that. It's just weird Norwegian people. You know, <laughs> <you're> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you is
2: guys, it based uh, on a band? Uh, Mayhem, and oh, yes, of course. The,
0: okay. the Lords of Chaos book that was out a, a bunch a of couple, years ago. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like a
2: black metal feature oh, oh, film weird. on that. They, they were like saying we started that. I was like, no, Kelsey Frost started that. The one really? guy's name Hellhammer. Come on, bro. It's like, but it doesn't matter. Uh, it was all about the killing. It was, it's just some metal stuff. Which, which so
0: everybody check it out and then drop but us an email.
2: I, see the movie. <laughs> the movie is a great movie, but it it will, it will bother you someplace and make you laugh someplace. But some it bothered me. Some things something. about it. I'm getting older. If I'm getting older or something like that. But
0: it was a good movie. Mina, what about you? What have you been
3: listening to? Listening or watching? Anything. (laughs) Just check it out. Well, to stay on the movie subject, um, one of my favorite... Well, two of my favorite directors just put out two new films. Awesome. One of them is called Climax by Gaspinot, who's a French director. All right. Made fucked up films like Irreversible oh, I've, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh
0: Irreversible is fucked oh, oh, wait, fuck up wait wait till up.
3: you see the new one climax the new one oh, climax, oh, new one climax. It it's fucking unbelievable it's about this dance squad French French people French about this dance squad great ama- first of all the angles the cinematography oh, it's amazing. is French, untouchable is, yeah. and oh. his plots and his dialogue are really just the furthest thing from Hollywood. <laughs> you know. Um, but it's about this dance squad all dancing, they're at a party, blah, 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 blah. In short, someone spikes the fucking punch bowl with LSD. Oh, oh. no shit. So just imagine Gaspar
0: Noah going <laughs> bizarre. I think me and Ezek have like been to that party. <laughs> That's me every every week You were not there. Yeah. Every weekend you were not there. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously,
3: it's like, it's off the chain. It's like, That's awesome. it's psychologically twisting. Like, I'll just give you a ch- little. I have to check that out. The kid wounds up drinking the fruit punch. Yeah. They locked the kid up and the mother had to lock the kid up in the closet. It, it, it was just, no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, so it's not. It's not it's Michael's going to make a and joke. And
2: Michael, <laughs> saw, yeah, and Michael
3: saw the next film by Lars von Trier, who'd done Antichrist. Oh, Antichrist is. Which was Shout really, out to TK.
0: My friend TJ. really fucked up. Uh, what was,
1: the house
3: really that the the Jack the house built. The house that Jack built. With Matt oh, Dillon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I
1: totally demented. Yeah. Serial killer. Uh, it's his most garish, would you say?
3: It's just so psychologically twisted. Like I, I can't watch horror for the next six months. Right. Really? It's like horror like, real, done psychologically. Yeah, like the yeah. realistic horror. Which like, that oh, fucks totally. you up even more. Really? Not Fangoria really? yeah. horror. No, no,
2: no. Really, like, like, like but
3: the psychological shit that like. You know you're not afraid of the dark, but tonight you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Like
1: you're driving with somebody, and all of a sudden, the driver looks over at the passenger and takes a fire extinguisher and just bashes them in the face.
2: Whoa. Damn, Michael. I'm
1: just telling you. Well, on that oh. note, Michael, what have you been watching or listening to?
0: <laughs>
3: well, Michael just Jack actually make, make sure a fire told, me, t- told me about the house that Jack built, and I was just like cursing. I'm like, I can't believe you motherfucker made me watch this. <laughs> I cannot like pick up horror. But he's
1: one of your favorite directors. He is, <laughs> right. but
3: so he's and now he's even more of a favorite because I had to turn it off the first time I watched it. But then he was. Then he told me he finished it, and I was like, all right. If Alago finished it, I got it. You it,
2: So I finished
3: it. And as far as listening to music, yeah. honestly, I've been obsessed with Bowie for the past month. Even though I've been listening to Bowie Bowie's my whole name. life, but. I you go through phases of people, and I've been going through like a series. Like just reconnecting with Bowie. Like I can't stop listening to "This Is America" from Bowie.
1: Oh, this is not America. This is not America. And and
3: just like well, even that movie that it's the
1: soundtrack for "The Falcon and the Snowman" with Sean Penn and Tim (laughs) Timothy Hutton
2: Yeah, extraordinary movie. How about uh, the like, like Tin Man? Tin Man. Remember the, the, you mean the, the, Bowie did the, the tin, tin Machine? The Tin Machine. Oh, the yeah, the Tin Machine. Right, 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 you, right, right, right. you know what was yeah. wild?
1: They did the Cat Club
2: one Yeah, night. yeah. Yeah. Was the was tin based.
1: Machine. Wow. I, uh, but Mina turned me, you know, like, uh, I've been going to see David Bowie since 1974, the Diamond Dogs tour. Yes. But recently Mina turned me on to a record by him called Heathen. Oof. I knew nothing my about favorite, it. My favorite what one. What year? 2002, that? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly after 9-11. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's like a precursor to his last two albums yeah. black star and the next day oh, that's because cool. i love those two and records. don't forget reality i see i don't know there, that was either. Heathen,
3: there was heathen then reality then um a new day and then black star and then like you know uh, the way bowie does shit yeah. with finesse and elegance yeah. he even planned his his death, unless yeah. he really didn't die and they sent him to a dish, different district on planet Earth. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, or you know. alternate
0: timeline, which I also exactly.
3: think maybe. Well, no, I mean, what is reality? Right. This is You're a right. big question. No, I mean, two years ago when he. Oh, ta- oh, go
1: ahead, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, baby. Okay, great. So, so, you know, two years ago when he passed away on January 8th, his producer, Tony Visconti, played with his band at the Highline, and they did all Bowie material. So that night, he said, Do y'all want to say happy birthday to David? That's so, of cool. course, everybody in the audience is losing their mind, right. and he p- picks up his iPhone, and he, uh, says, you know, David's on the phone, so everybody says happy birthday, oh and then the concert. Uh, continues. And then that Sunday, I believe, the January 10th is when David passed away. Oh man. So that morning I was taking a shower and all of a sudden I hear like a noise in my apartment like fuck. I didn't leave my door open or anything. The TV's not on and that happy birthday showed up on my computer. No shit. Now, wow. I don't know how because it wasn't a tape. Tony, we did that live. Yeah. Tony did that yeah. live. Yeah. So I hear all this noise. I wrap a towel around myself. And I go to my computer and it's the happy birthday from Friday. So I said, well, maybe it's on Tony's Facebook page. Yeah, or one top, of, like you know, something auto know- Nowhere to be found. That's crazy. And um, so I just listened to it. I dried myself off, came back. It was nowhere to be found on the computer. So that day, I was wandering around the city and I went by his house at 285 Lafayette. And the energy in the air felt like, I'm still here, I'm not leaving yet. I may not physically be here, but my presence is here. And I felt that for a very, very long time. And, um, you know, the way Mina loves David Bowie, I love David Bowie. And, you know, his record that he made right before his next-to-last album, The Next Day, for me, is a classic rock album. And there's a song on there called The Stars Are Out Tonight. Classic David Bowie. I'm
3: getting the chills. Yeah, I am. i my, my like, one my one nipples those, just got so hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course they can. Did. I flash. <laughs> <laughs> it's the radio, but it's real please, <laughs> yes, you can.
3: <laughs> I don't want beef with these girl. <laughs> She'll <laughs> beat the shit out of me. No, she loves no. you. She I loves you. love her too. I know. Please. I know. She's so beautiful.
0: Anyway, we love
2: David <laughs> Bowie. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great,
0: so we're really excited to have you guys here. So again, thank you so much. So, Dean, why don't you go ahead
2: and kick it off with our guest? I, I, I'm tonight. gonna say what I've been listening to is like the, the, you guys probably make fun of me, yeah. but uh. I've been listening to a lot of Thirty Seconds to Mars. The, most, the, first oh, rec- the first that record. record is so good. I don't even good, know though. that record really. But <laughs> it's a, it's no, a, don't know it. It's 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 a
3: beautiful lie. Is that that record? Yeah. Why, yeah, why well. make fun? There's like no, there's a, so much great art in all these yeah. different genres. Like, yeah. listen, right. I I can listen to fucking it, it's
2: Jared, yes, yeah,
0: yeah, Jared Leto. Yes. Jared
3: Leto. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he kills it. But, yeah.
0: yeah the, the, the record that record is really good because I felt like it's uh it's a little more rock where the new stuff is a little more. To, almost too produced he's no, t- a t- little t- more
2: pop he takes a lot of U2 Bono's style and Bono's style, uh, U2 sound yep. the edge he, t- he, t- he still, yeah he still still a lot of the edge I'm, like, I'm a big I'm a fan of him in, in, in movies and actor and also his singing to me is like a lot of Bjork uh, oh, and a, a lot of Cure, yep. also. Interesting. And I love York. I love Interesting. Cure, I love yeah, YouTube, so, cure, so, you too, know, yeah.
0: He's got a great, great vocal great. too, he's like, a, I've seen them how a bunch sing, of times live, I mean, he's, he can really sing, you know,
3: so, yeah, yeah no, he's, uh, he's definitely a significant, uh, talent. I mean, he's worked on his skills his whole life, so yep. it's yeah, a, yeah. whatever he
0: does, I mean, you know...
2: Last week... I'll oh. make you guys laugh, but so say, yeah. Do you want to? All right, so mom, very. Let's
0: the la- after episode four here. If anyone keeps up with Danny on Instagram, I you'll know that some. Oh, you don't. So then I you, do. Okay, I, so I then, do. do you want me to?
1: tell or you want to <laughs> well you can't set us up like this I know I want to say it what's going on here so after episode
0: 4 Danny had a little bit of an incident leaving this place and got oh yeah, yeah, to, uh, I got yeah he got stabbed, stabbed. he got okay, stabbed no. I just didn't know if he wanted to go for the climax. No, I don't That's what all I
2: like my, my girl's gonna kill me but fuck. yeah so uh, no, I, but let's I, address I it
0: fans were asking and people were curious so I do I and do people wanna... whole
2: bunch of stories just hope uh, what' our stories I want to tell you no up. like a true fucking New Yorker he stepped <laughs> in and did something hello people are mad to me, some people are happy, but some people like my poor girl, like, like I put it to hell. Wait, did I hear about this on the news? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, come <Gunn. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was, up. I was, I'll say, um, somewhere in Lowy Side. I, 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 I went from, um, uh, I did a podcast, I went to a studio, got off at three o'clock, went to Lowy Side, PM a, or AM, AM. So I had to, had to pick up my boy and my and uh. Basically, I saw some dude smacking up his girl. Ugh. And, and, but this is the saddest thing I've seen in my life. So I'm standing there. I'm going to tell you something straight up. he's like, the people get mad and I feel that I my, I got my, my... My friend really got hurt bad. But, like, really bad. Broke his eye socket. Whatever. Oh, no. So, so... But he wasn't even involved. You I mean, he was, like, on the phone. But the thing is, when I saw the thing happen, the guy... One guy... with there was, there was a one girl, three guys. One guy just went in the car. Like, he does this all the time. The other guy was, like like standing around and people are like, you gotta stop this, you gotta stop this. The first thing, it's crazy in my life, because my life is this, I was like, I couldn't not, I could not walk away from it. I don't know why, but it's like my father, my, and my father was a cop for years, he always told me, never get involved with domestic disputes because you, they'll both turn on you. But I knew in my mind, if I say something- That you had to do, yeah. I had to do it, yeah, but you even, had to. even I knew that this girl's gonna go back, but she's so in such a rut mentally that she was still with the guy. But if I could just uh, like stop it for one night, she's like, you No know I man, it would have killed me if I didn't say nothing." So next morning, some uh, found that the girl died or something. you know? Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: absolutely. But
2: so I was like, "Yo, he smacked." Him. I said, "Yo, that's that's a, you know, that's a female, bro." He's like, "What?" They start talking shit. I was like, "Yo, bro, that's a girl." I'm just telling you, and none of these guys tell me. So all of a sudden, he's like, "You and I was like, "Yo," and he then it started whatever. Had we start fighting? Basically, I fucked him up, fucked him whatever, but he came back with a knife. Wow. And everyone saw him, you know, everything started stabbing, stabbing once. Crazy. Which, fact, but it's like, it was bad, you know, so like.
3: I saw the wound. Yeah, but yeah,
2: it, whatever, we fucked him up. But the thing is, I I, I knew it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would do it again. It, it, yeah. And my poor girl, I put it through hell, and I was like, uh, and I, I could have got killed, but the thing is, like, uh, that's who I am. It's,
3: even, the fact that you're standing up for the divine and, feminine. Yeah. Even when this poor woman, you're right, she's probably such in a, in a demented, cyclical bullshit with this guy yeah. abusing her. She knows no better. She's probably scared for her life. Your dad is somewhat kind of right in a way, but ultimately, isaac has got to make his own fucking decisions. And the fact that, you know, you put your your, your physical vessel on the line for the Divine Feminine, Is fucking noteworthy and praiseworthy, and you know what? I I get it. I know in this time it's like you've had enough of this shit—the physical violence, the years, the bullshit, the drugs, the just the garbage, the negativity, the pessimism. But it's like sometimes, man, you gotta fucking put a hammer in someone's head to like. I'm sorry, like I don't, I'm not, I don't advocate violence at all. But the fact that everyone is fucking rubbernecking and soulless and just could...
2: Filming? Just, filming. just, just like, yeah, we to put well,
3: something on the let's, internet, let's yeah. Let's beat up this, let's, you know, film this woman So this I can shit get the views or there. likes.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's stu- it's so stupid. Well, no.
3: Uh, uh,
0: listen, there were,
3: I know, like, you're torn about probably the decision, but you know what? In- your intuition yeah. guides you. I had to do it. You had to do it.
2: Yeah, that's all.
3: You're safe. I'll do it again. You're safe. You're telling the story. (laughs) And you know what? You'll be protected. You're divinely protected. Because honestly, Isaac, if something was going to go down with you, it would have already went down 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You're going to be here until 115. You're going to outlive all the motherfuckers. (laughs) And you know what? You stood up for the divine feminine. something every institution in our world, in our global consumerist market does not do does not stand up to divine femininity. Whether you're a genetic woman, whether you're transsexual, whether you're this, whether you're just different than the binary, you know, male chauvinistic uh, way of being or whatever, yeah. like, the institutions don't, aren't set up to protect the rights of humanity and the rights of very feminine humans, whether they were born... Yeah, yeah. Women or not or whatever. The the divine feminine isn't respected on our planet. But all this shit that's going down and all this stuff that's being disclosed from governmental, from deep state, from from the pharmaceutical world, the food world, all this shit is getting disclosed. Now, it's always been there. They've always been taking advantage. But now all this shit is coming out. Thank God for the Internet. You know, yeah, the Internet, there's some bad things, some... But some good stuff like all this stuff is getting disclosed all these rotten people that are in you know in, in the elite corporations and all you know all the shit that we don't like to see food, kids dying of cancer the fuck like and people like Isaac not standing around and being like, oh you know let me take a picture and film this right. so uh, my profile can get the hits and the retweets and <laughs> bop, rather than sticking up. For this poor woman's fucking life, right? You know, you put your life on the line. You know what, man? You should be proud of yourself. And you know what? I and and I know you don't like to advocate for violence now, and you you, you haven't been like that. But But, but, you were there for a divine reason. That's what I'm saying. Maybe she left him.
2: Maybe. Maybe not. Or oh, maybe she went home with all three of them. <laughs> right, right. But I had a good time. I don't know. Who I'm know saying, my, my thing was like this. I walked there, and you know, listen. I'm, I'm from our, our scene, and you know, the, the, the ways. I, I'm. I grew up. Jackson Heights, Queens. I grew up. I'm Puerto Rican, and Jewish, opposed Jew. to. I grew up all different walks of life. You understand? Right. I look like like I'm, my family's mixed. Everyone's there. There's like, always people like, like a Puerto Rican. That I, like, Uncles, everyone's different music, every different, different, the, the sexuality. Yeah. So my thing is like you
3: got the Roy G. Biff in the family. No, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> so my thing, my, my, my so I can be a macho asshole. The first time I saw it, they were fighting some girls. Like, someone has to stop that. But her boyfriend says, I was like, first thing I did was, was like, what does this bitch do? She this nigga's mm-hmm. is like going crazy. punch you like I was like, oh, I I got to stop this shit because it got so. It was just like it was a dude. game getting hitting, hitting, yeah, hitting. And, and, that's and,
0: horrible, but, man. And, and I was like, "Yo,
2: the, the two guys with him didn't even try to stop it." That's what I'm saying. Like, at least you're, someone said, "You know he's wrong." You know what I mean? Yeah. Stop
0: it. Tell the listeners how you guys all connect. Go back and tell the stories oh, about how my my you know God. each other, because I think that's always good. We people love. Well, I, I like I was saying
3: before in the beginning of the show, like you know, Isaac has done a million things. Um, you know, I think. I think Life of Agony always were kinda like the oddballs in our scene. Obviously because of me and I wasn't your you know I wasn't your uh masculine um I, I did I you know, I, I was always like kinda trying to do something different with the singing that you know, we got a lot of shit for being just kinda like not being like everyone else. And you look at it scene. now and it's
0: so many bands have replicated like oh, what track.
3: you got, right? I mean, it's hey, crazy. Oh you can sing. But aside from the bands and the music, yeah, I think oh, yeah. just oh, always being growing up in the Lower East Side, growing up with the music shops, with the record shops, always seeing Isaac, You know, remember with Saab and Minus yes. and all them cats from way, way, way back. The, 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 the what were they? The, the twins, the, the, the Hector, Edwin. He- from even back then, you know, I used Start to see Isaac, yeah. and I don't know why, like Saab minus Isaac, they all gravitated towards my energy and always put me under their wing, whether, you know we'll protect you no matter what. <laughs> so like, I think that's how like kind of Life of Agony kind of like stayed in the whole, um, when all these different kind of bands were doing all these different things like Quicksand and from Quicksand to this band to that band to the Chromax to the Band Breads, to Ice Pick to this one to all the yeah. 20 different bands that yeah. you've been in <laughs> and the Life of Agony and, and uh, you know, um, we, we're, New York is a small town there's millions of people here but it's it can get so isolated and so lonely at points that you can you know it it's like how do i say it it's uh there's so many people and doing so many different things but for some reason call it divinity or whatever the gods have always kept us all in this kind of circle. All these awesome. biohazards. I, I, I
2: think. I think for what year? This is. A, this, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm just trying to try say something that maybe that you, like, I know something that why I always listen to your, your music. You. Is there your lyrics? And uh, uh, when the river runs red came out. That, that what year was that?
3: Probably nineteen ninety one or two or three or three, something three. like that. So,
2: all I know, just make this might be weird to you, whatever. But when that song came, when that album came out, that I listened to that album a lot when my, when my brother killed himself, and he like he liked that, that album and just the lyrics, the, the suicide, and you know, what I mean, like you get yeah, the thing with your, your your parents and all this stuff like that. Life that's hard on kids our, our age at the time. Yeah, that's why I always. Loved your lyrics. Thank you. it, hit, it hit me some in in a way that, that, that couldn't like other hardcore bands, well yeah, I understand that, yeah. You yeah. want uh, back to back, we're gonna fight whatever yeah. right but but you were saying some shit to, that really
1: moved me. That's well I think the, when people tell the truth yeah. and they're honest, yeah, you know, that's what you felt. You felt yeah. the truth, you yeah. felt the honesty, you felt like what was going on in this artist's yeah. mind yeah. at the time. Yeah. So you related that because yeah. it related to your life yeah. in certain ways did, yeah. As
2: well. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Michael. I, 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 Anytime, dear. Yeah. And then how do you, how do you and Michael oh, work yeah. this Ever is... since I've done <laughs> music, TBGBs, I used to see Michael all the time. And, uh... I don't really know exactly when we met. Yeah. I was like later, later, on, I Crown Thorns. I remember. I was like, oh yes, of course.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
2: sometimes you have to just yeah. say things and it clicks. Or I'll like be sitting my, in quiet my, for the whole hour, I don't a Or damn maybe,
1: thing.
3: or maybe the million hardcore festivals you're creeping at, <laughs> T- taking, taking photos of all the guys. I mean, yes, and yes. I mean, yes.
1: And the problem is. Yes. <laughs> No problem. There
3: is no problem. No problem. No, no. Yeah, so okay. my, my you were probably creeping on Isaac. That's my point. <laughs> but I, and, yes, <laughs> I'm
2: sure I was, and I was uh, uh, thank, thank you. so much. <laughs> Anytime. This is, this is, this is, uh, I'm here. I, I need I more. Can't. <laughs> so do I. I can't. So I would. I, I would see him, and then, then, so then I remember the first time someone told me, like, "Hey, that's the guy who signed Metallica." That's the guy I was like. I was like, oh, my, the guy's the nicest guy in the world. And he's, like, so <laughs> humble. Like, like a sweet. Then, then people told me, like, explain people where you're from, first of all. Yeah. Well, I grew I up in Brooklyn. Yeah. So, uh-huh. What's your nationality? We're we'll representing Brooklyn. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. That's right. And that's why that's Puerto right. Puerto Rican. Yeah, right. yeah. that's right.
1: Brooklyn. So, Brooklyn. So. Uh, all different parts of Brooklyn. Yeah, right. So what bands have you worked with? Oh, well, you know, um... Actually, you, more edit, so, you edit more, this, right? How about this? More so than what
0: bands have you worked with. Let's talk a little bit more about the journey about like how did you get into like yeah. sort of like you know, most people we were talking earlier just with the movie, right? Sure. Most people gravitate towards being in a band or something. Yeah. How did you find that path for maybe say, like our listeners now, and obviously digital music is right. different than crate well, digging and stuff, but how did you connect with something like that to say, you know, this is my journey, I'm gonna be that kind of person to help connect the sure, dots behind yeah. the scenes. Sure.
1: Uh, as a young boy in Brooklyn, yeah. I always just knew I loved music. Uh, I tell this story a lot. I listened to AM radio, 77 WABC. And uh, back in the day, radio was not formatted like it is now. It, you know, radio is, I don't even listen to radio anymore. It's yeah. top 40. Everything's auto-tuned. It all sounds the same. But if I was listening to 77 WABC back in the day... Um, I was also buying 7-inch records. So they were playing everything from The Boys Are Back in Town, Thin Lizzy, are to, town. Yeah. Yeah, to Aretha Franklin, Respect, yeah. to Grand Funk's Closer to Home, Ooh. to Archie Bell and the Drills, Tighten Up, to uh, Rare Earths, I Just Want to Celebrate. That's so awesome. all of that music that I was hearing on the radio and buying those 7-inches informed my listening. And my listening was never one thing so um and never mind that i lived New York avenue on 55th street and six blocks away was lamor uh, so which is, i mean uh-oh. we're going to talk about Lamar. incredible so um i Lamar. guess maybe more like as a 15 16 year old i was going to see my dad in the city a lot because he worked on the, in the east village on astor place and i picked up rolling i'm uh, not rolling stone sorry the village voice the village voice came out every wednesday it had everything from porn theaters loved it uh, to uh, music art and theater I wish
3: I was older for that time <laughs> the porn theater time uh, I, I would have definitely I lived, like, I
1: lived in those
3: triple X just to get I, yeah, fucked once oh yeah I got fucked in a
1: cinema <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay sorry <laughs>
1: Sorry, Michael. No, it's okay. So, you know, I would buy the Village Voice, and uh, that kind of also... It it took my listening and now going to see artists to a different level, because I would see this full-page ad for CBGB. And, um, you know, everybody from... The Dead Boys, Cherry Vanilla, The Damned, Eddie and the Hot Rods, Patti Smith, the Ramones, uh, Blondie, uh, were playing there. And that became like my living room as a teenager. And, you know, Hilly, Crystal, the owner, let us young people in there. But his thing was, if I see you drinking, you're out. So, you know, of course, we used to hide the beer in the (laughs) the back of the the alleyway. And we would all sneak out, open the door a little, drink throw we'll back in. in and come back and <laughs> we you know we'd be buzzed. Yeah. Um so that's where all of that started for me. And um one well, day yes go ahead. No, no, say, no, like, so, so
0: going to those shows, what was your first exposure to sort of finding a band or a project you felt passionate about that you were like you know what i'm gonna get i'm gonna invest a little more time and energy especially like in those days when it was harder to kind of be discovered and do things oh, so you wait, know? are you
1: asking me this prior to me working in the music yeah, business? yeah just like just, what did i yeah, love
0: like what what basically like what kicked off your first project as far as being like i love that band enough to go and invest my time into helping grow this into more you know so
1: you're asking me like when <laughs> i started at Electra. yeah, yeah. Yes. okay so we're fast-forwarding gen- <laughs> I guess
0: just in general, I, if it fast-forwards to Electro, that's cool. i just... I guess I'm always trying to fill in gaps Sure, for, okay. for well, journey you journey know there. You know, okay, like- the
1: journey. I'm 15 years old. I see the dead boys. I lose my mind. I always talk about this. Oh, the one like with, St- the, with the ham on the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Stib Bader's was like the bastard stepchild of Iggy Pop. Yep. You know, the the live onstage antics of him hanging himself or, you know, having baloney stuck to his yeah, shirt that, and blowing his nose in it and then, and then swallowing it. Yeah. I just thought, I love Stib Bader's. He's the yep. greatest. Fuck. And so I decided I was going to run a fan club for them 14 years old and so me and my friend Jody we decided we were gonna put a fanzine together for them and we you know we were kids we didn't know about the business angle of it we would just wanted to hang out with the bands so we made one zine called all this and more based on one of their songs from the first album and then we just stayed friends with them the whole time but I guess if you want to talk about investment that was like my first band that I thought I love these people and you know what 40 years later I'm still going to see them. That's amazing. Now, you know, unfortunately, Steve Bader's is not here anymore. He died, I believe, in Paris in either 90 or 94. And But they have a new, new uh, singer. And, you know, people give artists like the Dead Boys and Queen a lot of shit. Yeah. But you know what? Freddie Mercury died yep. he, he was the greatest yeah. the greatest oh God, but what was they... what what was Brian May supposed to do sit in his living room with those fabulous no. songs no you find a new singer I now I, Adam I, ba- I
0: back them going out with Adam I mean I've, I've actually gone and seen it live I thought it I was fucking great love. Adam yeah. I love Adam Lambert. amazing
1: yeah. he's flamboyant has an immaculate voice and you know what? He's doing it with them. And
0: I think too for people like who did, never got to see him. Why deprive us if everybody else is You're still around and everybody's now. in there? Like
1: we, exactly. Why not? the same thing with the Dead Boys. Stood past twenty five years ago. So what? They found this guy Jake, and Jake is marvelous. He's crazy. He has a great voice. He's charismatic on stage. And some of those songs, I mean, some, all those Dead Boys songs, are fantastic. They don't you you don't tire of listening to them. So you know. I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent about them, but because uh, I love the Dead Boys, I love no, Queen. A- I love and it's that because like bands don't die because their lead
3: singer. Yeah, like for example, passes away. For example, perfect example. Absolutely loved my entire life the Stone Temple Pilots. Okay, oh, yeah. I know you do too. Yeah, I love them. I know when Scott died, I saw you post about Core and how yeah. that moved you as yep. well. They have Jeff Goot now. I don't even like know Jeff. He is fucking unbelievable. He kills it! He kills it. Unbe- I haven't gotten a chance to First check out all, that First of all, the new yet. record that Jeff Goot did with the guys. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but I will. One of my favorite Stone Temple. No, albums. I want to. Ch- I've heard Plus. it's good. Like I love Purple. I love songs from the Vatican Gift Shop because that was when Scott was just like off the rails. His voice. <laughs> he was doing that Harry Nilsson thing. Yup. That you know when they were him and Lennon when they did Pussyfoot. Uh huh. Pussy cats. Pussy cats, and they were um, <laughs> they were literally screaming until they just were bleeding from the throat. I think Harry Nilsson had to get some kind of vocal surgery or some shit after that record. But anyway, Jeff Goot I- I'm sorry, but like this guy is, is like singing like like Scott's. Be- if Scott had a best night, that's Jeff Goot every night oh, live. Really? Wow. Like, oh. I fucking love him. Like, and like I was, you know, and I'm I'm very open. I'm not like. <laughs> You know, if the singer passes away, I'm not all about like, oh, you know, right, sh- right. It's like there's three, <laughs> four other guys in the band that, like, yeah, the they they Leo do, brothers, right. Kretz, they've been making incredible rock and roll for fucking decades. Yeah, okay. Scott was a major part of that, yes, but same thing with Queen, man. Adam Lambert was is fucking amazing vocalist. He's got the charisma. He's got Freddie's energy. He's paying homage to Freddie. Usually, the people, a lot of the people that don't understand yeah. what it takes to be in that energetic well, thing, they're, they're not the idiots. open to the possibility. No. No. They're no. the right. idiots. But those are the people
0: that
1: come. Right. And you know, what, at exactly. the end of
0: the day, they're not buying the tickets anyways. Exactly. So it's like yeah. they're just sit so on shut online the fuck and,
2: up, and you know. As a musician, also like like the guys like like say the guys that are in the band. What are they supposed to do? Sit there? Yeah, and Like yeah, they got more? Mind. They got mortgages. They got kids. They got, they they get, do. They got lives. I mean, they, they got pay bills. But that's what they do. They are
1: musicians. Yeah, musicians. Absolutely. So your life goes yeah. on. But you know, also if you're asking me when I first got interested in bands, uh, certain bands when I started uh, at Electra because that was the first record company that I so worked prior at.
0: to Electra had you done anything independently on your own, like
1: releasing? Sure. Um, no, I didn't release anything uh, when I was 19 I was walking by a building on East 11th Street. It was called Casa Galicia. It was a Spanish dance hall. I saw that there was a sign there that said, Video Club Opening. So I walked in. I looked around. And uh, this guy, Jerry Brandt, was in the balcony. And he said, kid, what do you want? We ain't even open yet. And I was like, I want a job, And he said, do you have a resume? I had no idea what a resume was. I said, no. I go to the School of Visual Arts. And I work at a pharmacy. He was taken by that, and that's that was fucking history. <laughs> and that was yeah, amazing. nineteen years old. I became the assistant director of music that's at amazing. Booking the Riffs And you know, from the, eighty to eighty-three. Yes. that's amazing. That so amazing. The sickest
3: thing too is like all these kids, millions upon min, millions on the planet, have no idea that this man put put Metallica on the fucking map. Yeah. and that's why Hang I think on, it's so. <laughs> that's why I think it's so
0: cool that people like Drew are are taking the time to expose stories about Michael because there, again, there are so many unspoken heroes behind the scenes that make these yeah. things happen. Michael's done records for and Metallica. I, love that. I was so excited to have Cindy you on here talk about that kind oh. of stuff. It's Sorry amazing. to cut you off. No,
3: no, it's okay. But he's been worked, done records with Cindy Lapa. I love Cindy Lapa. Nina fucking Simone. Really, yeah, really? So let's talk doesn't about get that. Better so, than her. so
0: from there, does that get you to Electra?
1: Yes. Uh, you know, I worked for three years. The first three years that the Ritz was open, booked tons of bands. Everybody from The Misfits and Black Flag What was your favorite show you both to, there if you had oh to pick god. one? Oh my god Well one of my favorite shows ever was The Return of Tina Turner <laughs> She did five nights there and I love just Tina. killed oh, it What was it you like know, Bowie came Keith Richards came uh, Everybody came because they were like we What was it like seeing
0: this? Tina Turner at that moment like Beautiful, at her height
1: Extraordinary you know, she was just putting out a new record with Love, Love uh, What's Love Got to Do With oh, It. Like but, the, you know, she Love did everything. She did, did Proud Mary. <laughs> she did all the, old, I can see it, the River Deep, Mountain High. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, she's also one of those people who's one of a kind. Oh, yeah. right. She's there's, a real, real, talent. there's nobody yeah, 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 there's, like her. Yeah. You know? That's why I asked, so, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, we booked Prince there. It's amazing. Uh, like I said, The Misfits, Black Flag, U2. Um, Amazing. Um, Sex Pistols? Nope, nope, nope. The Sex Pistols were over by 1980. Ramones? uh, the Ramones played there, yeah, but they played after I left. I think they played there in 86. Anyway, so I did my first three years there. You know, for me, that put me in the music business. Mm-hmm. I knew I, I knew there was more out there for me. So I was going out with this guy, Mitchell Krasnow, and he said, my dad's going to go to leaving Warner Brothers, and he's going to Electra to re-up Electra because the previous management put it in the shitter. So um, I said to Jerry, you know what, I think I want to move on. That's awesome. Uh, Jerry didn't want me to leave. He said, but I know Bob Krasnow, so I'm going to call him for you Whoa. and then Mitchell told his dad about me and I had that same experience with Bob that I had with Jerry uh, Bob met me and um, he loved that I knew about everything from the Great American Songbook to hard rock heavy metal and top 40. Yeah, which is amazing and um, so he said uh, great meeting with you and uh, I'll give you a call in two weeks he gave me a call and he said uh, I'm hiring you to do A&R and r for Elektra Records. Uh, I hung up the phone, and cool. I said, I have no idea what an a A&R <laughs> and is. Hey, no, what's a
0: <laughs> and what was the first, so what was, okay. was the Metallica so, the first? No, so,
1: uh, uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm glad you're editing this. Um, <laughs> I might not, so, so It's okay, it's okay, it's all good. So, a A&R is Artist and Repertoire. Yeah. It's the most important department at a record I label. Because if you don't make great records, yeah. there is no label, and if you don't make great records, that sell, they fire you. <laughs> so uh, I signed a little band that were friends of mine called Shrapnel. They were from Red Bank, New Jersey. Uh, Phil Cavano was in that band. Phil Cavano, oh, oh, yes. Shout, Shout out to, to Phil. Phil. Dave, and Dave Windor, oh, both in Monster Magnet. My dear friend, oh, Daniel Ray, who I know for 38 years, Daniel Ray. and uh, they were in that band. We made a little EP with Richie Cordell uh, and uh, Vince Ely from the Psychedelic Furs. It was a five-song EP. It did well in the college circuit. It didn't sell, and nobody was really into it at Electra. And so, long story short, because I tell this story all the time as well, whether it's in the movie or in my book that's coming out at the end of the year, um, it was a confluence of things that happened in 1983. I got this little demo cassette of, of uh, Metallica's demo. Uh... Metallica's demo cassette. And <laughs> was A cassette <laughs> Honey a cassette is so old I forgot what it's called ah, I, I saw cassette good. Going yeah, across his thank, you. You cassette. thank you Thank you for Finishing I know him like a book I'm Thank so you so for good Finishing good. my sentence You're welcome you know, and, I, and, and, I, and I became friends You know Johnny Z And his wife Marsha Called yeah. me from Megaforce Mega and Force and records. Yes, Megaforce records Very important. important Very important metal scene. Megaforce yeah. records And you know They had a little Independent label I think the first Three or four records That they put out Was Anthrax Raven and Metallica. Yes. Uh, they, John came to my it's office amazing. one day and he wanted me to do. Uh, he wanted me to sign Raven, and I said, "Well, you know, I don't know if I want to sign them right now, but I'll give you five thousand dollars and come back with five songs." He came back with five songs. The demo tape was terrific, yeah. but the problem was I heard "Kill 'Em All." And I, Phil and I, in 82, had seen Metallica at L'Amour. Yeah. In 83, when I got that record and I heard the demo cassette, I went to the Stone in San Francisco to see them. I gave Lars my business card, and I kind of like forgot about it not them, but just, uh, I was starting my job. I was super busy. And then months later, Lars called and said, you know, we're coming to play Roseland as part of a trip, a Megaforce triple act bill with Raven and Anthrax. And by this time, because of the underground metal scene, people talking about that cassette and kill them all, that was the band people wanted right. to see at Roseland. And that night, they just blew the roof off the fucking place. That's amazing. And you know, uh, it's now summer of 1984. And that's when I signed them. That's just you so know, cool. You know, I went backstage. It's Amazing. I closed the. I locked the door in the. Help me. <laughs> greener Office. I was going to say locker room. <laughs> the greener room. room? <laughs> your office. <laughs> no. Uh,
2: <laughs> the locker room. No, Mike. Are you out your mind? Wait.
1: We're <laughs> back. Yeah. We're backstage.
2: Uh, backstage. The
3: dressing room door. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <dressing> room, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. This this one, Wait, excuse, me. excuse me. This is why I don't drink a anymore. That so because <laughs> I have no brain left.
3: Please. I anyway, have to so I'm backstage. I'm here and vocabulary. Thank you, my love. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so I'm
1: just back there, and the guys are looking at me because I'm hugging and kissing everybody, and they're like, I'm kissing Metallica. And they're like, um, okay, who is this guy? And Lars said, James, Kirk, this, uh, Cliff, this is Michael Alago from Electra. And they were thrilled that... I didn't look like an executive. Yeah. I looked like them. Yep. Yeah. You know, they might have been 21, 22. I was 23. The next day they came to my office. They were in the conference room. I got beer and Chinese food. I tell this story all the time as well. And uh, it felt like they never left. That's all you bought them?
2: Uh, that's amazing. That's
1: all I bought them. Cheap uh, fucking day. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah. So
0: let's talk about uh, the Lamore scene, too, a little bit. How, oh. I mean, what was it like being, for you, coming into something like that? Because that was such an active scene and I know a lot of our listeners. Rough love scene. But a
2: lot of our listeners <laughs> love that era. No, and, love scene.
0: and love hearing about that. So
2: I would love if we could just talk a little bit about Lamore's Lemores, Lemores and and in the eighties was a rough scene it was Go like ahead. the Brooklyn Bikers, uh uh the, the tattoo studio next door. You know,
3: forget it man, people Checo. in those days the kids of today would not fucking survive. Yeah. No,
2: no, no, no.
3: In those days, people were getting beat downs for long hair. Yeah. Like, it was a completely different, irate world.
0: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you remember getting like your first show there and stuff? Or like, do you remember the experience of feeling like playing that and being... Like, well, the what first
3: was- Life of Agony show ever, I believe, was in 1988 or 1989 in New Jersey at a, at a place called, a pool room called, uh, it was in Kingsburg, uh, Kingsburg New Jer- Jersey. Did they have a podium? No, we had a ping pong. Do you remember
2: the podium? <laughs> you had the podium? Oh, oh, yeah. I no, remember. I didn't have, oh, did I have.
3: So many. I don't even I remember. remember. You had the podium, yeah, I did when I, when we when we when we decided to like uh, incorporate synthesizers and yeah. stuff in our yeah. set for live shit, but. I kind of didn't like that cuz I like to be really I like yeah. to lick the sweat yeah, 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 off of yeah. old <laughs> guys heads. You know what I mean? Like I prefer <laughs> like, <laughs> I prefer a tiny venue over a 50,000 yeah. fucking yep. uh, cap festival cuz it's like the intensity yeah. the, intimacy, the yeah. sweat, yeah, yeah. The, the crying, the emotion, it's all there in the clubs and stuff. Um we were just talking about
0: playing Lemoore is actually that. Just getting into that To be that honest, we used to,
3: we did so many Sunday matinees at Lamore yeah. at first because that's when, I guess, Ken Creedy or the Parentes they yep. shoved us on. Shout out to Bay Ridge All talent. the hardcore bills, the hardcore Sunday matinees, negative, and that's how we got lumped in. Negative night. Yeah, negative, negative right, night too. Right yeah.
2: The, the type of negative, you know, carnivore, you guys, biohazard. It was always a... a Crippled what's the kill with the crutches that we were saying, remember? The undead? Confusion. No. Confusion! Yeah. <laughs> the Mike Michael from Yeah, Michael, Confusion? remember Remember
3: yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those bands. Oh. It it was it was different. It was kind of wild. It was like um everyone was feral. Everyone was like a feral wild animal. Mr. Pickle? Mr. Pickle. <laughs> Oh my god. Who's Mr. Pickle? Mr. with the, uh, what's his with name? The M- Asian kid, right? right? With the- not with the mucky
2: pup. No, no, but the, Mr. Oh, wait, the, Mr. Pickle. Was the Asian kid remember? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was like, it was like weird. Not man. Mike. No, not Mike, right? Okay. I have but no mis- idea what you're talking I, about. Like, uh, I'm
3: not sure. I, must I must have been uh, drunk it, every night there. No, Mike. perfect. Junior. Junior. Wow, what happened to Junior? He
2: got a real job and.
3: He's, he's living Mid- a real Mid- life Mid- now, Mid- right? West, yeah. Midwest.
2: You mean he's not doing this? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> like, vacay stand on weekends. Right. <laughs> he's
3: got a real life. He doesn't got this... Uh... No, but... um. <laughs> it was crazy. A lot of crazy bands, you know. Um.
0: And just a different scene, right? I mean, because it was really active. Like, that whole era I know, especially just from kids my age, like, we look at that sort of Roadrunner Records era as just, like, it's oh, so fantastic. iconic. And,
1: absolutely. Like,
0: man, I mean, like. Uh, Every yeah. weekend was different. It was, like, one weekend.
1: Chrome um, Cro- Cro- was playing. Wendy O. Williams.
3: The next weekend. Oh, please. The next weekend Soundgarden oh, was playing absolutely. at Lemar. awesome yes. The next weekend. Wasp.
2: Oh, I love yeah. wasp. wasp. Or wasp. Yeah. Dude, so many. The next weekend, somebody.
3: Danny's playing in 20 of his fucking bands. <laughs> that was the bill. Just Danny nice Ice pick, Crown of Thorns, this, that. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. God. That's amazing. So, Mina, from going to, from the Life of Agony demo, what was the journey from, say, the demo to the Roadrunner experience? Because, again, that was a time that I know a lot of people just – Roadrunner is looked at that era as so classic. You know, those videos, those bands. It's. Actually, Roadrunner was late to the game. Actually,
3: Roadrunner didn't even want to sign us. Really? I I remember. Monty hated my voice. Why? Said I was, "Uh, you know, at the time, he uh, sounds too much like Danzig. And everyone was like, Are you out of your mind? Like, (laughs) and even if he did at the time, like, but that was Monty's contribution to stuff like that. Like, you know. No one listened to Monty anyway, but we got signed anyway, <laughs> yeah. so thank
0: you, Monty. Was it was Roadrunner, like, did you get the demo to them first, or did they come to you guys, or was it like, um... Because um, obviously think, you're playing well, a lot of shows at this what point. What happened
3: was was that we were already selling out Lamars before any label yeah,
0: that's awesome. was involved.
3: Yeah, yeah. So any label that wanted to get involved with a band that was just a word of mouth that was selling two, three nights out at Lamar... Every three to six, That's eight amazing. months, or whatever. That's so, amazing. whatever label got involved was already like kind of like getting a nice ripe fruit in a sense. Because um,
0: you guys have already developed yourselves so much. Yeah, like, like the rent. label yeah. was
3: just kind of stepping into a, a gold mine in a yep. sense. Plus, I think at the time, Ken Creedy, who was managing Typo Negative, managed Life of Agony right. as well. So, that was kind of like our in. And then there was like the disagreements where we were a typo and in Life of Agony. We were, we were all friends. Oh, you yeah, had the same at the time. Yeah. So like we used Sal as a high drummer.
0: Yeah, drummer. Oh, right.
3: Josh produced the record. Yes. We had Jew Power with Alan in the band, yeah, and then Josh, Josh. And they totally <laughs> wanted to produce it. And <laughs> it was like all in kind of family thingy wingy, and then Monty. We all didn't listen to what he had to say anyway. (laughs) We we wound up getting a deal and, you know, a standard kind of cheap, shitty, standard
0: 18-year-old, 19-year-old kind of... And was it just like hit the road running, kind of like while the record comes out and just get on tour sort of thing? Or when did you notice, too, the shift of... Well, we did the record and then I think we immediately... um,
3: we set out. We we literally, we drove, I remember we bought a van, and we literally drove to California in three, four days. Our life Agony's first tour was with KMFDM in the Jenna Tortures.
2: What? which the was Jenna Tortures? They play Lamores?
3: Yeah, which was fucking <laughs> yeah. insane. You know, Florida, we, I was watching dudes they're getting so, yeah. throat fucked every night. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like... See, that's what you get for being a fuck. No, but... um, what the fuck? and And from that point on, it was like... You know, I mean, we lived in a van for three, four, five years. We lived on $10 a day. We yeah. lived on yeah. McDonald's yeah. salads. We were living on phone cards. Yeah. Like, the Com- Commodore 64 yeah. was yeah. like the thing. Yeah. There was no...
2: People don't understand that now. People don't get it. Easy
3: way, fucking, you know. This yeah. was like really organic like we were prairying our way across America
1: which is and amazing well back then there was no other way yes That's exactly oh, and, and, yeah.
2: and, and being from where, it was crazy when you go on the road and where we're from because where we're from I, it's, I, I'm sorry to sort of like inject this but the thing is like where we're from we're always like alpha. You mean like the yeah, New York no, City, no. and it's just when and when we go to like when I went on the first tour like and I, and I saw the Midwest, I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's so I different, right? I couldn't, I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand how people were like 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 where we're from. I'm I'm glad I grew up where I'm from. These motherfuckers, it's fucked up. And yeah. and and, 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 and to, to be different and go, and us go out there to see like these. They, I felt I feel bad for the people when I was on tour. Like the people from those places, those towns, they couldn't be different. You know, they 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 get persecuted yeah, and fucked. Especially me. the people get persecuted for punk rock. You know, like, yeah. they, like, anything is different. You mean? Know? So it was. A, I, I would bug the fuck out no, on I the road. No, you know what I mean? It was like, You mean? I'm so
3: happy. I'm 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 a New. Like I'll always say it. Like New York should be its own country. Yeah. There should be America.
1: And then there should be <laughs> New York
3: fucking City including all the boroughs the Bronx yeah, Brooklyn right. Queens Staten Island <laughs> Staten Island, <laughs> <Long> Island.
0: <laughs> I don't know I
3: don't know about Long Island I don't know about Jersey no. This should be its own Honey, you better watch out I have my best tricks from New Jersey No <laughs> I know Tell him, Michael No listen Tell I Michael. love Jersey love Queens love, yeah. love all the tri-state I area love Queens, New York too. should I be its own
2: thank you Thank you. <laughs> ah! <And we> <laughs> oh
3: <my> <laughs> so, I lived in Astoria. I represented Queens for a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I had to go back to Brooklyn, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I live in Jersey now. Wow. Jersey City. It's like it's like a like Fifth Borough. Hoboken? Six Borough, six Borough. Jersey City. Oh.
3: You fell off, man. <laughs> I know. You better get back to Queens or my, Brooklyn. My my, my no,
2: girl wants I'm to go teasing. back, over back to Queens. Her her father lives in Astoria, where where right by my old high school. So it's like I like I gotta go, but it's just so it's so expensive
3: now. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know. It's uh, all my my livelihood goes to my rent, my food, and my dog. Yeah. You
1: know, mm-hmm.
3: I people think that we've got these these oh lush God. extravagant <laughs> lives. Please, I'm saving my money to buy my my dog. Organic yeah. chicken, so she can eat
0: properly. That's
3: and, like, great. you I'm, know, I'm,
2: I'm, I just came from work, yeah. working construction to right here.
0: Isaac knows how many jobs I have to do during the week. i out this, like, this poor guy worked for Jamie Johnston for years. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs>
2: Jamie. Jamie Joster! Better take care oh of him,
3: <laughs> Flying high with your monster drinks over there.
0: So, Mina, huh? can I, Mina, I, so when you. So River Runs Red comes out, which obviously is like huge record, influential, like, I would say for all, everybody, my generation, even yours, like... Crown, I, I, I tell you. Like, well, like, what is just... that like for you, writing those songs and just seeing that react like that, especially at a moment when it's, like, MTV was a thing that's, you oh, know, yeah. it was just such a very different We got Beavis from Butthead. Yeah, like, oh, can, yeah. Do, can you, do you mind just, like, what? what does it feel like, like, just, you know, it's because it's so... I mean, and, and again, it's something that will never happen again because those things it, aren't around. That, like, there's no MTV again. There's no, you know, <laughs> pe- <laughs> kids will never get exposed to music the same way that sort of my generation yeah. did, which was like, like I literally, I heard about Life of Agony because my brother had got the demo tape and we listened to, you know, and it was just like this discovery aspect. Yeah. I talk about a lot about it well, on, on this, past episodes. I but. think
3: what you're discussing, you're talking about, there's a romanticism that has been lost for, for yeah. in, in our
2: world. Oh, man, yeah.
3: But... Look, if you're not a kid that grew up with the vinyl and the cassette days, yeah, we can say you fucking totally missed out on the integrity of the art, what went into making records and the whole process. And yeah, when you get things too fast, it's like there's a lack of gratitude. There's a lack of appreciation. Right. And this is what's happening across the board. Not just in the music industry, but the oh, no, entertainment. Yeah, right. You know, Netflix is like Netflix is so buying all fast. the actors yeah, out. Yeah. They're buying all the movies. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Because Hollywood's getting even weirder, with all the the, the right. weird stuff that's going so on. So coming
0: there. from from someone like you, who was in you know in like that rock metal yeah. era, that was just again headbangers ball. It was such a it's a very again like you said romanticized classic era. Listen, like what was that? I, like?
3: Honestly, I don't. I never did, and I never. I don't pay attention to that shit. I'm me. I'm a creative individual. My purpose is to create art, music, word, and to move vibration and sound and energy in the form of music and word. You know, whether it's on my whether it sees the light. I have so much music that are in like all my 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 vaults or my hard drives. I have so much written music and stuff that has been laid out that like I've written enough for thirty lifetimes. I don't even know if. So this is just what I have to do, otherwise get I, out. I, I, literally, yeah, get out. I literally just suffer from mad anxiety, mad depression. Self-destruct. I self-destruct with yeah. drugs. I take the drugs out of my house because I'll do them all. Yeah. I, um, I'm i a very like, high, I, I, I'm, I have no in-betweens. I'm, I'm very emotional, I'm very sensitive. and well, that's a good a that's very a good, I'm, a good I'm a creative person yeah. so, and this is what I do. I don't pay attention to results. My result is the here and now. Which How do I feel now? I feel great. Yeah. I feel very happy. I feel very satisfied. Right now is a beautiful, beautiful fucking moment. Has nothing. And there And when you, when you can energize your here and now moment, yeah. and like really feel like I'm. I feel very happy with Michael <laughs> with this podcast together. I'm We're so, doing I'm so with happy. You. I'm yeah, happy. that's great. But and that's all that really matters. That's right. the art of. The moment and creative living. I know it sounds strange, no, no, but the- this is how I live my life. And if if I think about all the results and, and the accolades and, and the advanced praises or the advanced condemnations... Because I get... People praise me, but people... Condemn me a life you go to YouTube and the oh like, my god. They are but, so yeah, nasty yeah, are. Yo, listen to listen, me. Listen, 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 listen. Like I can't I, even get on there because Yo, it hurts me. Hey, listen. I know it hurts. Me hey, hey, too. It hurts
2: me hey, Who I am people like someone say something they'll go they'll say some horrible stuff, and I'll be like and my It's girl, like why do you do yeah, I, but, but I have to watch I have to look at it And then I wanted to silent Jay and Bob and go Then I stop and, and, and yeah. If I get if people say this and that though, that sucks. Yo, it hurts me, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a very sensitive person. thought, like, oh, I'm sensitive, but I'm a real sensitive person. You know, know like, and But I'm, I'm like, like my thing is this. I, I go either or. I, I, I guess, my, my music, I always like. I love my my music because mine. But my thing is like this way. People more more talented than me, but. But it's and, not about that. No, no, no it's but not it's not about you know what, that. You know what, that keeps me going. Every day I I'll, every day I'll walk through, I'll, I'll go anywhere I am in New York know, City anywhere in the world and people are like yo, Danny Diablo. Yo, you said you say <laughs> your music changed my life. I'm like, what the just go ahead change your life. You're fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm like well, you know, there. Like, your lyrics like every day take pictures with fans and it and it moves me and, it, and I love you know uh, uh, uh creating and uh, and the thing is like like some some people don't, don't only hear stories about me, you know? What I mean? <laughs> Which some are, are, are very true. Also, you mean like like um I I have a big heart, but the thing is like I also have a, uh I will not let, let someone bully anyone. I'll I'll stop things, human yeah. like, But the thing is like I I come from somewhere. I I know who I am. I know I made a lot of mistakes in life, but also
3: yeah. But that's how we learn. Yeah, we're I, human beings. No, that's know. that's what we're here to do. We're here to make mistakes. We're here to figure it out
2: or not. It, it gets hard sometimes, bro. Yeah. You know, Oh, it, gets, it, <laughs> it gets. It's a joke to them. Oh, no. It gets. It gets. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah,
3: but it, it, listen. It, it, it's, it's there is no fucking life manual on how to do it. Yeah. The only thing we can do is be kind, respect one yeah. another. Everyone just needs to own their own feelings instead of judging people yeah, oh, and yeah. what they're doing totally. and stuff and let me just correct you for a hot minute you make the worst mistakes when you fucking compare yourself as an artist to other artists. Yeah, yeah I, know. I can say oh yeah I'm a good singer but I'll never be like Pavarotti or I'll never be like <laughs> this one or I'll yeah, never yeah. be able to play piano like Nina Simone or yeah. I can never play or I can never uh, you know plan my death like David Bowie or yeah. you can't do that yeah. it'll drive you nuts you, God divinity the universe call it what you will has given you special unique and authentic ways on how to intuitively get all this energy out yeah. of you respect it and idolize it and and that's you should be comparing yourself to the last bit you put out yeah. and right. it ends there yeah. fuck you know, I, 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 I used to do that more than I do now. Because yeah. sometimes you can't help it. You're like, oh, what is this one can't write a fucking song. But this one's all over the fucking place. But you can't be yeah. like that because yeah. it's like, hey, you know, there's a song for everyone. There's an artist for everyone. There's just... And that's what I said. Like, I don't get, I don't get caught up on right. results. I don't give a fuck if we sell it out or not. I don't give a fuck if the 10 kids show up or a hundred kids show up. I'm just going to do me the best I could Which is in amazing. the moment yeah, that I awesome. have. Yeah. As and, a fan, like, and, I appreciate and, and that's
0: that. that. That's awesome.
3: I don't I that's don't awesome. care about, okay, you know, like, I have a solo record on, on the lines right now called The Moans, for hormones, because they drive me fucking crazy. <laughs> but, like... And I'm not on any labels. I own all my masters except for Died Laugh and the record uh, Michael and I did together. But I own everything. Some things sell, some things don't. But, you know, Spotify does great. Streaming does great. I have great number amounts of streaming. Thank you, everyone, for streaming my shit. Because to be honest, sometimes sales are so bad sometimes that I'm like... Nobody. Will yeah. Anymore. <laughs> no one's listening to my yeah. music. All this hard work. All the thousands of dollars I spend on hiring people and doing this yes. and doing yeah. to get my solo music out. No one's listening. But then, I, I mean, I, I was surprised the other month to see. I never really. Again, I, I, I never go to spy. I never see who's listening, who's doing what. Saw this,
2: the stats, right? And ago.
3: then actually, because I was discussing it with my one of my girlfriends and. She was just, while we were on the phone together, she just happened to go to Spotify and was just like, dude, you had like 9,000, 10,000 listens this week on this album alone. That's amazing. I still- and I'm like, wow, like okay, people are listening. Yeah, and you know? I, I, w- I want to
0: plug everybody to, to go back and listening to your Died Laughing record, and I want to talk about that. So you and Michael worked on that record. Can we talk a little bit about sure, that record, Michael? Yeah. Absolutely. Go
1: ahead. Um, I think Mina had already made maybe three albums with uh, Life of Agony then, yeah. yeah. and she wanted to do something different. Uh, I think we were... Our friendship was new yes, then. Yes, it was. But, um, you know, when we met each other, we had this immediate connection that we knew that we were going to be in each other's lives forever. I love the production on that record. Oh, it's it's very, very beautiful. Absolutely Um, gorgeous. I don't remember the order of things, but, you know, Mina had all of these incredible songs she wanted to uh, lay down. I know the order. So, uh, (laughs) so, You know, at that moment we wanted a producer and yeah. there was a guy in Long Island named Jared Kotler. He uh, had a band called Marcy Playground. Right. They had like a number one hit. All right. uh, uh, sex and Candy. Was sex that. and yeah. Candy. Remember that track? Right. I sex. And... We met with him and yeah, uh, we his. liked oh, him. And then, uh, you know, he was connected with uh, <laughs> all these session guys from Bowie's band, from uh, Lenny Kravitz's That's band. Amazing. Yes. And so he yeah. pulled all these people in and... Uh, the atmosphere on that record is just I mean so you can just tell like I just beautiful. I
0: want to tell any of our fans who have not gone back and checked out that specific <coughs> record I was, I was I was saying to Mina earlier before we were recording that I actually back in 03 had caught the weekend of shows that you did at CB's gallery and, and a show in Connecticut and it, it was so awesome To see those songs I mean uh, you know Danny has mentioned A couple of times I, I love that record and, Well the record um, Is
1: still very very inspiring Yeah I mean
0: I listen To it all even Listen the, it's a timeless piece It's so that's, good It's timeless that's,
3: that's It's amazing. classic Fucking adult Yeah, I want, I want to
0: urge everyone To please go and Check that record out it, It's on streaming on, on every platform I've checked that out I listen to it myself On, on uh, Spotify but oh, Go, go ahead Mike I want you to Keep talking about the record No
1: you know We, we had all these songs We found this producer And uh, it was just One of those things That uh, it just all wound up Working out so beautifully. Yeah. So we got
3: incredible people. Jack Daly, bass player from Kravitz's band. Jerry Leonard, spooky ghost, who is Bowie's band director and guitar player for the past since before the heathen days. Well, I think he started playing with Bowie live in the heathen days. So Jerry Leonard's been with Bowie for over 10 years. Stephen Wolf on drums, who's played with from people from Elton John to Miley Cyrus. Amazing. Jeff Dole, who's played with Duncan oh, Sheik. Like, we've galvanized, like, between him and Jared, like, the heads. and then, And then my solo studio albums became kind of like a nostalgia for, like, other articulated musicians like Flea wound up playing trumpet on an album uh, so mm-hmm. cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I get, get Damien Rice's piano oh, player so on this album and this one so like that record definitely set me up for a nostalgia in the studio you know what
0: was cool too was on that record you guys released a lot of singles like I used to buy a lot of the imports mm-hmm. back then that had like different mixes yeah. or acoustic I mean it was just like I said as a fan well, that's just, that's a great thing
3: when you, yeah, have, a, when you have a great that. label that yeah. was
0: into your thing putting money into
3: the yeah, product so, that you <laughs> put out just like every, I mean, rather just, than being yeah. like okay right.
2: see where it lands okay uh <laughs>
0: Sorry. But no, it was just cool. Like, I mean, even just the way you guys had done the packaging was so, th- everything about that rollout was so sick. So that, that very, I just wanted to plug that while we had the Thank time you. because I love yeah, that I'm record. Good. And I, I think that cool. people should go back and, and, and discover sure. that record.
2: You know, I, I got to, listen, I got to ask you guys questions like, like, just like uh, Michael, Mina, like, like in our, in our scene, you know how people are? Yes. Like, the, the whole macho.
3: I do think it's getting better. It,
2: it's getting, no, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting Way better, but thank God for people like 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 you people yeah. like us all together. Like Absolutely. how we, we speak and how we friendship and show the rest of the world. This is, this is life. You know, people are people, Absolutely. no matter what they are. It's all about love and expressing ourselves. Of course, but to be in our scene and you guys know how you were from early on. Like how was it for you guys to to, to deal with these like, like assholes? Sometimes? Well, I hid. You know like,
3: like I hid my whole life. That's what I'm trying to say. I felt like I had to like put like, you know, my angel divine wings to really cover up what I was really going through. I think that's why when someone like Michael came into my yeah. life, Michael showed me soulfully, separated my physical vessel in a sense, but soulfully, Michael. I mean, obviously, like, whatever you want, whatever umbrella title you want to call me, trans, girl, boy, neither, both, this or that, alien, this, I don't care. Alien. I, have a
1: <laughs> I like that. Beautiful alien. <laughs> the girl who fell to earth. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing, I, you know, um when people talk about people being in the closet uh, I was never in the closet I knew nothing about closets I (laughs) I um, was I was very closet you know it's almost like they say closets are for clothes Um, I was just always myself you know nobody's perfect we're human beings and um, I just just took no shit from nobody ever. Which is but awesome. The funny part is really in the music business, I never had problems with people. All right. I just never did. Yeah. I think because I was just so out there and in your face and no nonsense. hey <laughs> nobody was gonna fuck right. with me to begin with. They probably and thought if you they were... did, yeah. I'm sure Isaac would have said <laughs> yep. something. John Joseph definitely yep. Yep. would have said something. Yeah. And I had all those people around me. Um and thank God I never had to use them in that way. Right, yeah. But you know, when I went out to shows, I, you know, I was always tanked to begin with. So I thought nothing of walking up to half these guys who were adorable, <laughs> grabbing them by the shoulders, and going, "Oh my God, do you work out? I love, your, I love your arms!" And then planting a big kiss on them. That's great. I have no idea what they thought about all that, but I did all that on purpose as well to see to show them. Like when people had already said. I like Michael. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, we're just... We're all in this yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: always felt like our music I mean, comes you together because you—it's like you—you you like this stuff because I always yeah. say if you like hardcore punk rock, like you're, you're crazy, right? Because like mm. no one just you. Fucked up, again. everyone's fucked like up. Like you come from something that you search out, or at mm-hmm. least in my generation, that's what it was. It was like you—I went to something because I didn't play sports. I wasn't a jock. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I used to get made fun of by the jocks who said like, "Oh, you're a skater." I never even owned a fucking skateboard, mm-hmm. but I listened to <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah, I listened yeah. to heavier music, so. That's what one of those things like I always felt the cool thing about our community was that it was obviously you know sometimes it's
1: intimidating whatever but for the most part Listen, it is very there were more gay people in that scene than you would know oh right? yeah oh, yes. for sure pretty much I had half of them <laughs> uh, but you know and you know I mean, what somebody I... in an interview recently said to me how did your sexuality come into the music when you worked with artists, it didn't come into it, because that was not what was would important. Not it important. Yeah. All we did was we talked about the music. Right, yeah. That was what was important. Was unless, lo- unless we knew we wanted to sleep <laughs> with each other. <laughs> right. then yes. If not, it was just about the music. That's the music. why we were all there together. That's why we're all here together. But it's great that we can talk about all this stuff because (laughs) we all come from different backgrounds and all of what people may be uptight about or dislike about me or Mina for being different all of this kind of diffuses that, yeah. you know? Yeah, because definitely. we're all human beings. We all love. We all want to be loved. Right. And, you know, I'm sorry if you're, like, an uptight person. I feel bad. <laughs> you know, go to therapy. I don't no, know. No, that's what I, I...
0: I feel bad for anybody who has to, like... Do just do anything to, like either discourage somebody diss someone it's just like dude get a like, fucking killing, life Just like, encourage people yeah. no matter what you
3: know what those are usually the culprits right. that are guilty yeah. like people telling me that you know uh, what I'm experiencing isn't genuine or authentic but they're the first motherfuckers right. jerking on right <laughs> if, <laughs> I, so- if I post a cleavage pic or it, cleavage, <laughs> you know, cleavage
1: you pull them out for everybody <laughs> <And I> mean, <laughs>
3: I'm just saying thank like, you do, 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 no, you're can't, right. can't thank you
2: thank <laughs> you
1: yeah. These are the
3: people that are usually yeah. the first ones that, are, you know. Like the weird,
1: like the guy going, yeah. like that shit. I'm like, Because well, they're the, so I uncomfortable. The, I, I think, I don't know. I think with a lot themselves. Of those people you know? have fear. Right. You know? And people, you know fear what just, they people, don't understand? Well, that's the right. thing.
0: I think, too, people fear being themselves,
1: like you said. That's a correct. lot of times, too. It's that's, like, that's more I, punk listen, like who, whoever you are, people are either going <laughs> to like you or not like no. you. It's just the way of the world, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And think about, too, how
0: many times, say, like, and maybe more for for my generation. It's like you see somebody who was who acted a certain way towards. Then ten years later, it's like they're like your best, you know, when they're your best friend. They're yeah. this, they're that. Where. They would have
2: never acted a certain way or talked mm-hmm. to you, you know. And it's it's just, that that people just uh, you grow also, but the, but 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 someone you can always tell someone's an asshole from the, the, the first time you meet the person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. So like, he's an asshole twenty years ago. He's still an asshole now. Right. He's still a racist fuck. Right. Or, like he's a, a, you know, a homophobic. They were Little like that always. Nothing oh, they really changed. Like yeah. they, here and there. And sometimes they're uh, three hundred and sixty, but very rarely. Yeah. yeah. But they're the first ones that want
3: get by, by a transsexual yeah, but, or, a gay, yes. or a gay guy it's it's it's
2: it's it's crazy you know what's funny my 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 my, my lady my late alexandra she's, she's in, in the whole world of you know, just the nightlife and i go parties with her it's, it's like yo it's like it's just so crazy i'm there like dealing there people like He's acting. No more parties hard than I used to yeah. party. I used to grab my girl three days of fucking oh my cocaine God. and molly. <sighs> and now I'm like, I'm like, whoa, man, my life was fucking, my life was like a little rock and roll star. My great. life yeah, was, f- was like yeah. boom. But I'm glad that I could sit here and just talk about like like It's it's love. And it's like like, great energy. Like we were talking about before
3: this whole... We were talking about dogs and unconditional love. No, that's how we started. Shout out to Miles' dog. The big problem...
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
3: The big problem is is people love with conditions. Yeah. I love you, but not if you put that dress on. Right, right. I love you, but not if you uh, stick your dick into that one. Right, Right. yeah, yeah. I love you, but, uh, you know... Again, it brings us back to all the it's institutions. Like I love you, but you
1: don't look like me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love right.
3: Yeah, I love you, but um, not... No, no. It, it all really yeah. does have to be unconditional. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Getting my dog 6 years ago, seriously, not one human being in my family or friends or whatever. No one, nothing has taught me how to unconditionally love myself the way my dog has. It's the best feeling in the world when you see him. It's just. And now it's like I'm on this repair, you know, for self care journey to really take care of my life, you know. To really be the best that I possibly can be. Absolutely. I love myself more than I ever have. I that's have my amazing. days, too, where, yeah, but you guys... where I don't love myself, where I feel unworthy, where I feel purposeless, where I feel like, you know, I'll never be that beautiful girl that's on that sign or whatever. Or, what... I know, I know it has nothing to do with that, but this is the human condition. The way we're brought up in this world, it's like a very... You know, um, we're really not taught to love ourselves in this planet. I'm sorry. Like, it, the education... You're
2: you're like conceited or Yeah, or... Right. Right. But, you know... I, I, it's I it's love like, myself. It's all about... I, lo- I look good. I know. i great. <laughs> I love you. I know, about, I know
1: about dogs. D-A-W-G. I had one last <laughs> night. He was, he was at my house for an hour. And then I threw Ow. him out and made some pasta.
2: Yeah! Well, <laughs> but, say... say but, uh, I, I'm looking... At, both, of you, and it's something to listen. I'm, 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 in the journey of life right now that I have to uh, start treating myself better and eat better and feel better and like, and like, like, love better. And I'm, if I still get caught in that dark, well, we're human. But I'm yes. saying, but, 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 like, I'll, 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 do like, I'll do, boom, boom, boom. I'll, 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 I'll. I'll, I'll have about, I'll complete, like, everything, like, a movie, uh, a album, a uh, direct release party, uh, this and that. Then all of a sudden, you the, get a dip. Then one day, three those days, I'm worst. fucking, three days, I don't know what happened, but I still got those demons, yeah. and, it, and it's, it's crazy. I got those demons. Nice word. And demons, and I, I have to get it out. Yeah. And I used to get, listen, I'm talking about being, being from a guy who, whoever. I still, my, my, my background is, when people say this, but I'm Still, I come from a gang background. I, I come from a, a, a Latino background, mm-hmm. you know, the macho shit. But still, I, I get caught up, in it I think, I think that my my lady. I love Latino
3: me men. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, so, but my 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 lady has helped me a lot. So like like, hey, it's all right to feel this way. And sometimes I'm like, when am I gonna stop the bullshit? And I, I, I tried the hope the PM. I tried to help. So people. wait a minute.
1: Give me a version of bullshit for you. Say what? That what is it? A, a, a so you just made an album. You just read a book. You the, just the, saw a movie, I think, I think, and then you come down. come from that. that, from that. From down and, and you come down from that. And what happens? I, I get into a hole. And then, okay. And, 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 and where does that take you?
2: The Woodhaven Hotel. Okay. Okay. Then, you know, them same, <laughs> I understand that. But saying, But you don't you know talk about. Absolutely. And they don't sudden like, oh. I am loved, everything. But it takes after a fucking like five hundred dollars of fucking, whatever, and, and a, a, a fight with a loved one, and, and, and a, a heart transplant. transplant. <laughs> I got really. good. Hey, listen. Hey, man. Oh, wait, was it, wait. What was, that thing? what was
1: that? Do you remember the rat in Boston? Yeah. There was a guy who worked the door there. I hello. forgot his name. He had a Brillo pad on his <laughs> head for, for, a, for a toupee.
2: <laughs> and he had that box yeah yeah
1: honey he smoked too much too yeah. much oh, <laughs> oh, you've
2: been you've been you you changed your whole life well, you know
1: that's why i asked you what are those demons then after the high not, yeah. not high drugs yeah. high creativity yeah. right. happens to you well that's what so when, I to, crea- when when yeah, all my when i had all that creativity and i would come down um I wasn't paying attention to my life, really. Yeah. So all of that was about sex and drugs, that's, literally. That's what it was sex and drugs. And the sex and drugs and, and not paying attention to my life... Yeah.
3: Uh, and your health, you mean... I, yeah. I
1: got HIV. Yeah. You don't get rid of HIV. I know and you know i decided you know i was angry that i had hiv because it was the 80s and all my friends gay friends of mine in the music business or not in the music business they were all dying and i got sick when there was no medication and i was on my sofa for six months and my doctor kept saying hang on hang on something's coming something's coming and um within a year there was one medication i took it i must have been 80 pounds and i went back to Electra to start working yeah. now i never had full blown again but after i had full blown i yeah. started smoking crack again oh my god i started drinking again Whoa. and then finally let's see i'm 32 years old and um i thought this has to stop but you know what i'm not going to stop but I worked for a major corporation, and they said to me, you're going to rehab. I was furious. I was like, honey, I'm not going to rehab. I'm not <laughs> going to rehab. It's Christmas in three days. Oh, yeah. I talk about this. I have a book coming out of a memoir. Oh, yeah. a lots of stories that I've not I told can't people. Wait. I, can't I can't wait read to read that. A, the title is kind of long, but you know, once you see it on paper and in Barnes & Noble, it's called, <laughs> it's called I Am Michael Alago: Breathing Music, Signing Metallica, Beating Death. Oh, that's awesome. I did all of that and so at one point i just thought because i am immune compromised uh, i'm killing myself so finally, you know, sometimes I say only 12 years ago, but not only. Sometimes people find it hard to stay clean and sober one day. Uh, yeah. One day. So what I did was I knew at 47 years old, 10, uh, 12 years ago. That's how old I am right now. Okay. Well, at 47, darling, at 47. You, you see, what, see what's wow. going on? At 47 years old. See what I'm talking about? Like the, conf- the confluence of things happening that's around that's the So mm-hmm. at 47 years old, I thought, I cannot do this anymore. I don't want to be a no-show when I tell my mother I'm coming for Thanksgiving and I don't come I don't want to be that person who when I was using my father was dying and I said oh dad you know I can't pay the rent can I borrow your credit cards it was because I couldn't take cash advances from my corporate card so I used all and then three days later he died do you know how I felt after that so I do go to rehab and uh, I stay dry dry means you don't do anything um, uh, program wise to just help you yes. out. So I was like angry, mad I was like in the world. I was yep. mad at the world. I was like I'm going to show you. What am I going to show you? Nothing. So one day somebody said, "Do you want a drink?" Um so I stayed dry from 32 to 40. At 40 years old, I somebody said, "Do you want a drink?" I said, "I certainly do." Well, by then I'm drinking. I'm doing crack again. I get picked I get um, Put in jail a couple times. I wind up in crack dens in New Orleans. And in the morning, I'm in New York. I have no idea how I got there. And that was was okay. Until one day, I realized this is not okay. And I don't want to die. So one day, I got up. It was a Sunday, October 21st, 2007. And I remember that day, because it was the most important day of my life, that I decided I'm changing my life. So I went to an AA meeting. And I heard people talk. And I thought, I want a new life. I mean, I did so many things growing up that were really fantastic. I I had a career, but on a personal level, I was suffering. And I didn't want to suffer anymore. So now I have almost 12 years clean and sober. I go to AA every morning, Monday to Friday at 9 o'clock. It's one hour. And if one hour is going to clear my fucking head up from fear to love, I'm going. I don't ask why I just go that's amazing. So, you know, I I have an extraordinary life and that extraordinary life brought me here to y'all could be a why it brought me here because you wanted to talk to me. You wanted to talk to Mina. I, I've changed so much, and you know we're all in the moment right now. Yeah, thank you for beautiful. sharing that story it, with us, I man. That, that's awesome. Know, I, I, so when I talk about having a new yeah. life when one becomes clean and sober from crystal meth, from cocaine, from drugs, from alcohol, that, those are all hard things to yeah, do. because yeah. people sometimes don't love themselves enough, yeah. where they say, "You know, I'm just not good enough." I'm not. You are. Everybody is good enough. You are good enough and you know when, you, when people say it's impossible there's that thing that they say about the word impossible I'm possible you know I'm who possible. said that who 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 baby Hepburn <laughs> that was a
3: quote Audrey Hepburn
1: Audrey or Catherine
3: Audrey, I believe. Really? Yeah. Fabulous. I could, I could no, be totally oh, well, wrong. I'll wrap but...
1: this up. Yeah. But, you know, um, so now I have 12 years clean. And it's coming up 12 years clean and sober. And I That's show, awesome. up, I show up. Are you scared?
2: Scare? Ever, no. Ever to go,
1: uh, ever to go. No. Because that fear was lifted many years ago. I, and I know what that is like. And I do not want it on any level whatsoever.
2: I, can I tell you something? Like that, that, thank you so much for yeah, having me. Yeah, thank like, you be, for sharing that because, story with because, with us. because that really moved, like... My thing is, is like, my, like, my girls, like, everyone starts with love. but like, you, you are loved. I got people. I got family. People love me. But the thing is, like, like times, sometimes I don't care. It's like, sometimes I, but I like. But that's okay. No, but I don't care. I, as like, long like, as you don't care and not go to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, that's where it, that's where it happens. Right. I'm, saying, I'm just saying, but I'm saying, as it's, it's just scary sometimes. You know, even when I have a son, you know, it's it's, it's scary. To How me. old is he? He's ten years old. Oh, gorgeous. Right? So, so listen, I, I love you, Dillinger. So yeah, it's just. It's he's just, gorgeous. It's me too, Dillinger, and I haven't met you yet. <laughs> so it's just like scary sometimes because like, when I had my son, my my father died. He never mm-hmm. seen my son. I, mm-hmm. I want, I want. You to want to see, see him son. grow old. Well, you want I,
1: something I want great to, for him. Yeah, yes. I, want him, I don't want him
2: to be writing graffiti, being a, a gang. <laughs> well, so, you know what? He's going to be what he's going to be. And, be, and be, there's going to be he, love He's special. There. He has love. He's, Absolutely. he's all love. Yeah, and yeah. I'm yeah. saying, like, you guys keep on pushing the whole earth, love, the beauty, and the music. Just keep pushing it because we need people like you. But also, you we know, come. I was just wrapping this up, but, you know. I don't drink a drug
1: no matter what. My mom died last year. I could have drank over it. it. Yeah, definitely. She was cute. She was 94. She was pint size. She was fabulous. You know, they found a friend of mine, 25 years old, in the bathroom with a needle in his arm on New Year's Eve. His mother found him. Oh, yeah, happy New Year, man. I don't. I pray for these people. I don't drink or drug, no matter what, because I have a new life. And in my new life, I am responsible, and yeah. I show up. If I was drinking the night before, I wouldn't have been here today. I would yeah. have given you some bad, <laughs> some bad excuse, some lie. Yeah. I don't lie anymore because yeah. I don't have to lie. Yeah. So I show up for life. And when I'm responsible, I love that. People, so people awesome. want to so be. Awesome around you yeah. so when someone like you if you're, you're freaking out one night you know you know and you want to go to that hotel you go you know I'm not gonna go I'm gonna call Michael yeah, exactly. because maybe I'll bring you down from that that whole thing and you know little by little we we either stop or not stop yeah. that bad behavior yeah. I had to stop you know right now 12 years um, because I don't drink and drug the virus in my body they can't even find anymore that's it's amazing at zero. that's amazing it's at zero. Yeah. that's zero. That's amazing. So you think I want to go back. No, yeah. I have a new life And in my new life, yeah. Drew saw something he said, you know, I love your life I want to make a film that film
2: which is amazing.
1: It's fabulous. The film it really is It's just and amazing. I don't say that from ego. It's, no, it's like when when you tell the truth It's amazing people want to hear the truth and from that movie people at a publishing company saw and they said we want to give you a book deal it's So I love how my life is because it's being navigated so beautifully. That's amazing. That's That's
0: beautiful. So as
1: we wrap up, let's plug the book. So you're working on a book right now. What what else do you have coming out, Michael? Uh, And uh, where can
0: we find you? Online? Tell tell the the listeners where we can
1: reach you. I am on Facebook every single day. I post music. I post art. I post post music, art, theater. And I post... um,
2: because you do do pra- photography too Prayer quick, and meditation. Right?
1: Pra- I was going to say prayer and meditation. No, <laughs> I was going to say prayer and medication. <laughs> but prayer and meditation. People can find me on Instagram awesome. all the time. I'm um, working on a book of black and white portraits. That's great. Um, uh, uh, this memoir is coming out. Like I said, it's called I Am Michael Alago Breathing Music, Signing Vitale. Do we know when that's going to come out? Death. Yet? You're interrupting me. Sorry. <laughs> um, I hope it's coming out the last quarter of this year. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, that that just takes up my whole day, every day. Uh, uh, it's works. like I'm in a rabbit hole right now. I can't do anything else. I have to focus on this book. And um, it's real good. It's real good. Awesome. Yeah. So wait. I'm excited. Awesome. Thank you for asking.
3: Yeah. You know, what yes. working at? Life of Agony is doing a new record. Awesome. We started yeah. uh, a few months ago. That's great. We're uh, working with Sylvia Massey.
2: Oh. Oh. Who's
3: uh, an award-winning producer, engineer, yeah. blah, cool. blah blah blah. She's done the two records. She's done a whole slew of, you know, charismatic. That's awesome. Acts and songwriters. A window
0: right now for that, or are we still? Yeah, we
3: have a June uh, delivery date oh, or awesome. release date. I know June delivery date, and it'll be released in the fall. There is no. Is it like state. the last quarter of this year? Yeah, it'll that's be awesome. released hopefully in the fall, and we just basically have dates booked up. We're playing May 10th at the PlayStation Theater with Overkill, our boy's Overkill. Oh, awesome. who, that's going to be a sick, that's insane, it's fantastic It's, it's halfway night. sold. It's going to be selling out if you guys want to come, obviously. Brooklyn and Jersey in the house. Yeah, it's so great. Um, and Overkill has been great friends of ours f- since the very beginning. Um, they actually put us on a bunch of dates. So yeah, we're doing that, May 10th. We have uh, festival dates lined up. Got the book. I just released a record January 18th last year with my side project, The Neptune Darlings. I don't know if you ever heard of The Neptune Darlings, but it's a very eclectic kind of... Um, I don't know. Just listen to it. It's, it's fucking like... It's just... It's it's weird. Kind of rock classic ambient kind of weird... Um, I'm trying to redefine music with this project, but it's kind of... it's It's hard, but... Whatever, um, and
0: where can fans catch up with you online? Instagram. I'm just on. In, I'm on Instagram.
3: Yes.
1: I'm
0: at Mina Caputo.
3: And on any
1: street corner in New York City.
0: <laughs> and
3: and I'm I'm, I'm on uh, a lot of street corners in New York City. Um,
1: I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. And uh, I'm, I'm and teasing on, because on of the love. Awesome.
3: At Mina Caputo at Twitter. Yeah. And my Twitter is like kind of designed for encouraging lightheartedness and I'm always writing little actually I'm writing just like messages for self reminders to remind myself like when I'm I see that days I mean, when I'm wrestling with my own de- mm-hmm, demons yes. and struggles I I generalize my thoughts so other people could relate to it rather awesome. than being like oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> So but like, you know, um I don't really talk about my music that much there. Other people do. But uh I'm not on Facebook. I deleted that shit. No, that's part A I, few I, years ago. I yeah, I don't Facebook. use it either. Everyone that's, everyone I don't want to be contacted by is on, is there. on Facebook. Yeah. So I delete yeah. it. And you know, pretty much 80% when I first came out 10 years ago, pretty yeah. much all of the naysayers were there. Yep. My uncle, this one, yeah. this cousin, that brother, this fucking guy, this one. Everyone who, like, you know, was, you know, you're doing, you you got your click, you got a fucking whole 20, entourage of 20 heads around you, but the day you you say this or that, nobody's your friend anymore. You're alone. You can't find anybody. But I'm happy I. But I remember when we spoke the first time. You know what? I first came out, two two people hit me first Jose Mangan. Yeah. You know Jose? Yeah, Yeah, Jose. And this motherfucker wrote me a five hundred thousand page letter on Facebook, That's amazing. telling me how much he loved me and supports me in my decisions and been seeing you my whole life and I got your back and ba 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 and then he got into the whole the Isaac lingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyone fucks with you, you know. Seriously, every club that LoA goes to, whether we Ix Isaac or not, because at first when I was first. Cause I've been assaulted. i yeah, I've been, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, bit. Yes. I've been attacked. Uh, people, ima- I just got bit last year in San Diego from some crazy chick on PCP. Oh my God. So it ain't just the guys I'm worried about. It's like just as a fan, team. kind of weird. People could get very weird <laughs> right. when they, think weird. they know you or yep. whatever. Hey, to them. Billy. But like when we're showing <laughs> up in New York places, I'm seeing like mid DMS fucking jackets, <laughs> and I know they're there to protect me. That's awesome. <laughs> So like I again I'm not advocating that kind of shit. No. But right. the fact that I got his blood protecting my blood and it's like nothing needs to be said. Nothing, you know, the, the, the it could be chaotic, thousand people pit, you know, just complete chaos and no one's getting out of line. None of his cats are disrespecting because you know when you're trying to do a gig and then everyone's fighting every other vocal note you can't even sing through a song (laughs) but everyone is so cool and just is so respectful and so loving and I can't begin to tell you how much love I get how many guys that'll never come out to say in in public I would never out people because I'm not that style but mad motherfuckers want to put their dick inside of me. (laughs) A lot of hot... Oh, right. <laughs> what you thought you were my boyfriend as <laughs> a <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, but seriously like you I know am what? Your and platonic the... I, know, I know you I know you But on. but the d- the thing that we're all talking about is like a lot of hearts and minds and souls like just by yes, people like us being out here like this are literally moving m- mountains or other people's souls in the quietest way like I'm not in people's faces all the time I don't care if you like me at all I could give a fuck I'm not gonna lose sleep if you don't like me (laughs) (laughs) that was me maybe 20 years ago which prevented me to coming out to begin begin, because I wasn't the strong person that I am now so like now I I don't care if you're my fucking father. You could go fuck yourself. You're never gonna change my intuit my intuitive calling. But I know my dad would have loved me. I know my mom would have loved oh, me. Man. You know they 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 got it. They they came from the whole '60s era. They were dope heads. They get the whole. You know I'm sure they were She's in true. mad fucking orgies. Like I'm sure my father was like. Who knows, you know? But I'm just saying, like, you know... I don't know. It's, well it's, well, well, you were saying
1: in closing. <laughs> <laughs> <it was> closing. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about you're gonna need an edit here, Mary. <laughs>
0: we're not um, editing anything.
1: Oh here. really? No. 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 This is gonna go Good. on for yeah. two hours. Good. But in closing, I don't know if I said to you uh, that, you know, people can find me online at both those places under Michael Anthony Alago. But you know, in closing also what we were everything we were talking about, I feel gets encompassed in this one little Share. Quote sure. that Mina wrote three days ago on Twitter. All right, share. Not everyone will understand you, and that's perfectly okay. Oh, oh that's I amazing. That. I, I, that I know.
2: love you, too, too. Okay. you know guys. Love you, you, I love you oh, too, man. I love you. Thank so you both. Thank for being you so on. much. I'm so it's to to been so much here. here.
1: I love Sorry. how we all talk <laughs> over each other. <laughs> It's like so, the dinner table. I, I love know, it. No.
2: Diablo's Den podcast. Bye. Number thank five. You. Love
1: you all. Love you.
0: Guys, be sure to go to the to the mailing list, Diablo's Den Check everybody out. Thank you again so thank much guys. to our guests. We love you guys so much. Cool. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh,
3: thank do you. You, oh, oh, do you. I got
0: to pee suffer? so bad. And with yeah. Go ahead. Pee? yeah, no, go ahead.